0: welcome to the thumb body show where we prove that even your thumb can change the world that's impossible join host jemmy gibson as we explore the zany world of entrepreneurship and personal branding (laughs) we'll cover topics like storytelling public speaking writing your first book content creation and video and occasionally our host may even perform a few magic tricks for you. But don't worry, we're not all business. Oh no. Oh no. We like to have a little fun and embrace our inner weirdness. Are you ready to unleash your inner thumbtrepreneur? That's that's not even a word. Ready to make a difference in the world? This is the show for you. Join us on the Thumbbody Show, and let's spread the power of of one-of-a-kindness. What does that even mean? You're not a nobody. You're a somebody. You're a Thumbbody.
1: Welcome to the Thumbbody Podcast where we explore the busy intersection of personal branding and entrepreneurship. This is episode 11. I'm your host, Jimmy Gibson, and I'm here to remind you that you are Thumbbody special. Yep, by now, you should be fully in the know about the Thumbbody brand and the backstory. No? Well, invest another 10 minutes in episode number one. The full story is there. You'll learn about the brand from my childhood that I'm bringing back to life after it was abandoned in the 1970s. On The Thumbbody Show, we're all about spreading the power of one-of-a-kindness. We believe that everyone has unique gifts and talents that can be used to make a positive impact in the world. And by coincidence, that's what leads us to our topic today. Today we're diving into the world of content on LinkedIn and why creating content is so important for companies and individuals. Your content should be an extension of your unique gifts and talents. You are as unique as your thumbprint, and your thumb can change the world. On today's episode, we also have a story segment. So let's get started with The Thumbbody Show.
0: And now, and and now, our special segment. It's what What you've been waiting waiting for. for.
1: On the last episode, I mentioned a fantastic book, the LinkedIn branding book, The Power of Two build your personal and business brand on LinkedIn for exponential growth by Michelle Griffin and Michelle Raymond. I reread the section on creating content. Now, are you feeling excited or terrified at the prospect? Either way, the good news is that it's easier over time and there's loads of benefits to creating content on LinkedIn that can help you or your business grow exponentially. Michelle and Michelle outlined the top 10 reasons for creating content on LinkedIn, but I'm going to share with you the top three. Number one, it'll help you stay top of mind with your audience. Two, it will help you attract inbound leads to your business. And three, it's going to build trust and authority with your audience. In our first episode of Personal Branding on LinkedIn, I mentioned that I joined ship 30 which is a cohort uh, that I attended last fall. Now, I'm not giving away any secrets because they often write about their 4A approach to content creation. The 4A approach is a content creation framework that you can use to help make your content more engaging and effective. Here's a bit more detail on each of the four A's. Number one, actionable. This means providing practical advice or steps that your audience can take to achieve a specific goal or outcome. By providing actionable advice, you can demonstrate your expertise and help your audience see tangible results. Two, analytical. This involves breaking down complex topics or ideas into more manageable pieces that are easier for your audience to understand. By providing analysis, you can help your audience gain a really deep understanding of your topic or the issue you're trying to communicate. Three, aspirational. This means inspiring or motivating your audience to achieve their goals or reach for their dreams. By sharing stories of success or providing a vision for what's possible, you can help your audience see the potential for their own lives. And the fourth one, anthropological. This involves exploring the human experience and providing context and insight into why people think, feel, and behave the way they do. By providing an anthropological perspective, you can help your audience gain a deeper understanding of themselves and others. Now, let's look at an example of how a leadership coach might use the 4A approach to create content for their audience. Let's say the coach is working with a purpose-driven entrepreneur who has just launched a new brand, Hey, called Thumbbody. <laughs> the coach might create content that follows the 4A approach in the following ways. The first one, actionable. The coach could provide practical advice on how to develop a purpose-driven brand that aligns with Thumbbody's values and mission. This could include tips on developing a brand story, creating a mission statement, and identifying the target audience. That's actually what I'm doing right now. 2. Analytical. The coach could break down the different elements of a purpose-driven brand and explain how they work together to create a cohesive brand experience. This could include analyzing the brand's visual identity, messaging, and customer experience. The third one, aspirational. The coach could share stories of purpose-driven brands that have succeeded and how they've made a positive impact in their communities. This could inspire somebody to see the potential for their brand to make a difference in the world. And the last one, anthropological. The coach could explore the psychology behind purpose-driven brands and why they become increasingly popular among consumers these days. This could help somebody gain a deeper understanding of their target audience and how to create a brand that resonates with them. Now to create endless combinations of content for your posting, what you might actually do is mix and match the 4A approach. So we have actionable, analytical, aspirational, and anthropological. Here are some examples of how you could use the 4A approach in your content for personal branding and entrepreneurship. I'm going to show you how these combinations work using an example of me creating the Thumb Buddy Show. So if I combine actionable and analytical, the title might be Five Steps to Building a Successful Podcast. In this piece of content, I would break down the specific actions I took to build and grow the Thumb Buddy Show including choosing a niche, selecting guests, marketing strategies, and more. I could also include analytical data, such as a download of numbers, uh, engagement rates, uh, listener feedback, to provide more evidence of my success. The next, if I combined aspirational and anthropological, uh, the title of it might be Overcoming Adversity, My Journey to Becoming a Successful Entrepreneur. Now, this type of content would focus on my personal story, including any challenges I faced along the way. I could use experiences to inspire others or help them pursue their dreams while also highlighting the societal and cultural factors that impact entrepreneurship. For example, I could discuss the challenges faced by underrepresented entrepreneurs and the steps I've taken to address these issues. Now, if I combine aspirational and actionable... The title might be, How to Turn Your Passion into a Profitable Business. This type of content would focus on inspiring my audience to pursue their passions and take actionable steps towards building a successful business. I could use my own experience as an example on how following your passion can lead to success, while also providing actionable tips and strategies for others to follow. I've sort of done that by explaining the Uh, History of the Thumbbody brand. If you haven't listened to that, go back to episode number one. And then, Analytical and Anthropological. The title might be The Power of Community. How building a following can benefit your business. In this piece of content, I could analyze the benefits of building community around the brand, including increased engagement, customer loyalty, and brand awareness. I could also explore the psychological and cultural factors that make community building so important for the modern business, including the desire for connection and belonging. So as you can see, this 4A approach just from the first four that we talked about, which was actionable, analytical, aspirational, and anthropological, if you mix and match those, you have endless combinations of all sorts of topics and If you pick three to four pillar types of content that you'll be producing, now if you have four pillar pieces of content, you have four A's for each of those, and then you can mix and match, you can see that you could quickly fill up a year's worth of content pretty quickly. So I encourage you to uh, maybe listen to this episode again, Uh, walk through these, uh, start to map out your content approach. And you may actually have one or two of these that you feel uh, you can do a great job with and really dig in deep, go deep, and they really connect with your audience. But I really suggest you try all four of them out and just see how they feel. It's not going to hurt. Just to uh, try it on, see how it fits. All right. One of my most popular posts in the last six months was about how I almost got arrested as a terrorist after 9-11. The story illustrates the importance of understanding other people's perspective and how communication can bridge the gap between different perceptions in the
0: world. It's somebody's story time. <laughs> Business is not boring. Au contraire. Bring, Bring your, your brand, brand to life, life with storytelling. storytelling.
1: How I almost got arrested as a terrorist after 9-11. What did I learn? We see the world from our own perspective. The summer before 9-11, I had left my job at an advertising agency to pursue my dream of becoming a full-time magician. I'd just finished close to 400 shows at a theater I owned in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. There's a popular restaurant and shopping area where tourists flock after a sunny day on the beach. I rented a retail space renovated into a 50-seat theater, and stood outside selling tickets for five shows a night. After selling the tickets, I let the audience in, walked backstage, and prepared for the show. As I walked out, the audience sort of chuckled, realizing they had just purchased the ticket from the performer. Well, the show was a success. I was booked at a theater in Santa Monica, California after closing my theater in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, for the season. LA, here I come. Then, 9-11 happened. The country was in mourning. My booking was delayed. In late October, things had started to bounce back and I packed my SUV and hooked up the U-Haul trailer. I was going to make the drive from South Carolina to California. My first stop was St. Louis, Missouri where my older brother's family lived. While in St. Louis, I learned that the St. Louis Arch was under guard as a national landmark. My journey continued south, and I was to arrive in Las Vegas on the third day to stay with a friend before driving into Los Angeles the following day. The route would take me across the Hoover Dam, also a national landmark. The National Guard was checking all vehicles. Now it was getting dark, so the soldier approached my vehicle with a flashlight in my face. Where are you going? he asked. Las Vegas, to stay with a friend, I replied. His flashlight moved to the back of my SUV. I had folded down the seats and put a blanket over my belongings. On top of the blanket, I had a paper map of the eastern United States attached to a corkboard. On the map, I had pins with little paper strips where I had written population counts for each small town and city. When his flashlight hit that map, his face got very serious. What is that map? I instantly realized what was happening. I had to answer fast, and I had to answer truthfully. Um, I'm a magician, and that's my touring schedule. Without missing a beat, he responded, Okay, Mr. Magician, get out of the vehicle and do a trick. I quickly grabbed a coin from the ashtray and did some sleight of hand. Wow, pretty good. He called over some of the other officers for an impromptu show. After about five minutes of nervously performing, I ask if I could move on. Oh, yeah, of course. Enjoy Las Vegas. What did I learn? His perspective on the world differed greatly from my perspective on the world. Communication requires that you understand the other person's perspective. That evening could have ended up much differently if I wasn't able to bridge the perception of an innocent map. You know, from that whole experience, I really learned how important it is to see things from other people's perspectives when communicating. I managed to dodge a pretty serious misunderstanding just by quickly figuring out what the soldier was thinking about and being honest about my situation. It just goes to show we got to be mindful of how others might see things differently and make an effort to communicate in a way that bridges the gaps of understanding. Now, the story that I just told was an actual post from LinkedIn, almost word for word. I found that I really enjoy storytelling, and I would say this is probably a combination of aspirational and anthropological. Anthropological, talking about how people think and feel, one person's perspective, another person's perspective, making sure that you're both seeing the same thing. That was obvious from that story, and aspirational, making sure that you do pay attention, that you can increase your communication and your connectedness uh, if you take the other person's perspective. So anyway, just thought I'd throw that in as a actual example from a piece of content that was extremely popular when I posted it a few months ago.
0: That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Before you go, here's our rule of thumb from today's episode. Ooh, a thumb tip. (laughs)
1: What's the rule of thumb from today's episode? Well, one key recommendation from the episode is to focus on providing value to your audience when creating content on LinkedIn. By shifting your perspective from yourself to your audience and asking questions like, what difference can I make? And how can I add value to my audience? You can create content that resonates with your audience and helps you build trust and authority. This can also lead to attracting inbound leads to your business developing a following of people who know you for your expertise and value, and gaining recognition with your industry and among your peers. Providing value should be your top priority when creating any type of content, whether it's a written post, videos, infographics, or podcasts just like this one. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time on The Thumbbody Show.
0: Ready to become a part of the most exclusive club around? Wow, really? The Thumbbody Club is where it's at. As a member, you'll get a membership card. Oh, yeah. Be a part of the global community of Thumbbodies and receive a super secret weekly club newsletter. Wow! But that's not all. We've got a bag full of tricks coming throughout the year. Just go to imthumbbody.com to sign up. And the best part? It's totally free and worth every penny. (laughs) Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Join the Thumbbody Club today.